What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we get you prepared for the big apocalypse week. A lot of teams are going to buy this week, so there's going to be a lot of players that you have to stream for the week. We're going to get through all the matchups for the rest of the weekend and uh, help you out as best way we can. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, Brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Cast, cast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex the Bliss. You almost think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome in to another fantastic, exciting, informative, and always entertaining episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex hit list here with my co-host, live in the rec with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? What's crack a lacking? What's crack a lacking right now is our, our voices. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Our voices bromancing? What? That was weird. <laughs> that was such timing. What's cracking lagging right now is the bro. <laughs> My bad. Uh, no, so as I'm sliding down um the the volume to, to you know to lower off the music, I my pinky ended up hitting the the bromance drop. Oh look at that. Your pinky's all bromancing right now. So I was like, what's what's cracking lagging right now is bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're bromancing. It's so It's so weird. <laughs> that was so such timing. No, uh, we're both uh, feeling under the weather. Well, I'm feeling under the weather. You you have allergies. Yeah, just allergies for me. No, I've I've I can't get over this cold. I oh, it's cold today. It's thirty degrees. Oh, here in New York. Degrees. Yes, I cannot get over this cold. I cannot get over being sick. Um, everybody else is getting sick. My wife is getting sick. Uh, everybody's getting sick. It was funny yesterday in this in this group chat that I'm in for another league. The guy, the guy was like, he was like uh, writing like um, he was like, James Conner is out. Evan Ingram is out. So and so is out. Like all these other players are out. Like this guy's out. That guy's out. Antonio Brown's out. And then I put and I just had a bartender and a server call out for today too. <laughs> everybody's calling out because they're sick. Somebody's sick somewhere. Anyways, uh, lots to talk about. We didn't get to re- record a show on Tuesday. Didn't tell you who was waiver wire worthy, which, um, which at least fortunately there wasn't many people that were waiver wire worthy. But unfortunately, because it is a big bipocalypse week, a lot of teams on a buy this week. Lots of teams away. Um, the Broncos, the Texans, the Jaguars, the Patriots, the Eagles, the Redskins. There, not only is there a lot of teams. On a buy, besides mainly the Redskins, I would say it's a lot of teams with a lot of fantasy implications. You know what I mean? It's not like it's the Dolphins are part of that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of teams that, you know, you would be playing and streaming for from, from a lot of them, you know? So, um, so yeah, so we got we got to talk about that, you know, but luckily there wasn't many people available on the way. At least we that we didn't see. That would be some hot items to pick up, you know, maybe, you know, this just wasn't. Anyways, let's get into it. Let's start talking about uh, the weeks of the matchups going on, Doggy. Why don't you start us off and you could talk to us about uh, Kansas City Chiefs against the Tennessee Titans. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, are playing the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are the underdogs by six points. The over-under is 48. As far as uh, Patrick Mahomes, he has been limited in practice, So, but they're having made a decision if he's going to start or not. Am I correct? I think he is starting. He is starting? I believe so. I will look it up for you again right now. All right. So besides all that, uh, you have seen LaShawn McCoy, and LaShawn McCoy has lost some snaps to Damian Williams. It seems like Damian Williams is not going to get the bulk of the shares. I'm not really too confident 
in the running back position in the Kansas City Chiefs. But if you have to start someone, you're desperate. You know, there's a lot of teams on by. Damian Williams is probably the guy that you have to start here, although the Tennessee Titans are number 14 against running backs. So, Joseph, just sorry to interrupt you, but talk about the Patrick Mahomes. He was listed as a full participant in practice again, Wednesday and Thursday, full participant. But he was doing it with the second team string. Like, Matt Moore was still ahead of him with the first team reps. But, um... But it's so it's still questionable about him. It's pointing to the direction that he would start. Yeah, so it, it's pointing to the direction, but still, I think Matt Moore is not much of a downgrade. He has done a good job. Well, he's definitely a downgrade from the playing of Pat Mahomes. But as far as fantasy wise, he's still done a good job, and the other players around him are still doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. But he like the last game against the Minnesota Vikings. Like, yeah, he's not a scrub. He's not a good. You know, he, yeah. he did decent. Fifteen point seven five. You could do worse with a quarterback. And against the Packers, who have a formidable defense, he scored 21.65 fantasy points. Uh, And I guess the secondary, like the third target, the the third, fourth option for the Chiefs, those are the ones that ends up being the downgrade, especially if Pat Mahomes is out. But Tyreek Hill, you have seen he's lights out. That's not a problem. He's someone that you start with confidence and Travis Kelsey. Now, in the Tennessee Titans side, I'm streaming Ryan Tannehill this week. Okay, that's a good stream this week, yeah. Uh, he 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 has done good. The Chiefs are known to allow a lot of points to quarterbacks. They're ranked currently 23rd against quarterback. And the the last three games against the Chargers, obviously the Bucks and the Carolina Panthers, who has a decent uh, defensive team, he scored 28.35 points. He has been scoring over 20 points in fantasy. So he, he's someone that I'm streaming. I have no quarterback, and I'm going to take a shot with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan now, Tannehill is definitely a good streamer. He's also a good replacement going forward. Like, for example, I know you have, like, Gardner Minshew on a bye this week, but also Nick Foles looks to start on the coming back from the bye. He looks to get back his starting job. So uh, if Gardner Minshew was your quarterback for whatever reason, you know, he just was – because he, was, he wasn't doing, like, awful bad. You know, he was doing okay fantasy-wise. But if he was your quarterback, uh, and then you're probably going to lose him now for us to see. Ryan Tannehill is definitely even somebody going forward that's worth keeping. You could do worse than him, you know? You could do worse. Uh, I think uh, I'd rather take a shot with Nick Foles uh, as, like, the quarterback to be in my roster for the the whole entire season, perhaps. But Ryan Tannehill hasn't shown any reasons why you should not grab him up and right. give him a shot. And uh, Corey Davis, he has been... Questionable, questionable. Misses, he misses practice yet again on Thursday. So AJ Brown is the guy that you should pick up here. AJ Brown has been getting significant targets as of late. Uh, last week he was leading the uh, the Tennessee Titans in targets with seven. Before that he had three and then eight, but he's definitely going to get a tick up. And as and the tight end John Smith, I know he. He didn't do as well last week because he had like 4.5 points or some something like that. But Delaney Walker is 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 out. He's listed as out, so he's someone you can also start here. Uh in this game, give me the Chiefs. Uh I like the Chiefs here um and I like the over on the game. Yeah, give me the the Chiefs as well and uh Give me the over as well. I don't, I didn't see anything about Delaney Walker being listed as out. Uh, we just know he missed practice again yesterday. He missed practice. Uh, he has one more. If, if he misses practice tomorrow, then he'll be out. If he misses the practice tomorrow, but I haven't seen him uh, listed as that yet. That he's a hundred percent officially out. out. But he has missed practice, so he's, yeah, he's missed he practice. Seems like he's most. He's trying to be on the way out for this week. Ten um, talking a little bit about also about the news going on, which I should have done to begin with. But anyways, um. Adam Gay says it looks like that for the Le'Veon Bell and Chris Hernan, it looks like they'll be a go for Sunday. So they were both in limited at practice today. Uh, I mean, Thursday. So, uh, yeah. So, oh, even today. Sorry, excuse me. They were limited at practice today. So then it looks like they'll be playing there. Um, Al- Alvin Kamara was a full participant ye- participant yesterday at Thursday's practice. A.J. Green suffered another setback and is now out indefinitely. Ooh. I traded him away in time. You traded him away. <laughs> I traded I traded him with DJ Chark and Mark Andrews for DeAndre Hopkins. 
Yeah, that's not looking good for whoever gave up DeAndre Hopkins. By the way, that team that I mentioned, yeah, I made another trade, and I told you I got Drew Brees and Gerald Everett. So hopefully it works out for me because I got a you know decent QB. I got a good QB and I got a decent tight end. So hopefully it works out for me. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so AJ Green out indefinitely now, and I almost traded for AJ Green win another win another league, and good thing I didn't ha- make that happen. Uh, Kittle is day to day, hoping he can play, but we won't know until the end of the week. He has an MRI issue with his knee and ankle, so something to keep your eye on there. Unfortunately, it is a Monday night game. We know this Monday night game is a little hard to uh, judge on what to do. Uh, there's, you know, we say about Delaney Walker that was there and Corey Davis was not during practice there. So, um, James Conner is also out doubtful. He's officially doubtful for there, but he's going to be out for, uh, Sunday's game against the Rams. That stupid shoulder injury, like less than a minute left against the Dolphins. Out of all the, all the teams. And they have him running with like, the like, Dolphins. Like, they have him running with like less than a minute left. And that's what, that's the play he got hurt on. So sure put Benny Snell or yeah, Trey Emmons out just there. Just keep him out. That's it. You're, it's stupid. Well, Benny Snell was out that game, I think. But Trey still, Emmons, yeah, he's... put somebody else in. You know, just stupid. Well, I have Jalen Samuel, so. Yeah, I have James Conner. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, but to, to my backup for, for this week, though, uh, as for that team where I have James Conner is, uh, well, I played Josh Jacobs. He went last night, got me 19 points, pretty good. But then my backup is uh, Devin Singletary. So not too bad. That's good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, like I, I'm starting J, J.D. McKissick right now. <laughs> By apocalypse, man. It's a crazy week. Yeah. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was at practice for the second straight day, and he would indicate he didn't have any setbacks with the knee yesterday. Uh, Lamar Jackson. This is a big one. Not practicing yesterday. Did not I'm not practice. worried. He's sick, I know. but Yeah, he's sick. Worried. He's missing only the second day of his practice career. Jackson was sidelined on November 14, 2018 with an illness before his first uh, NFL start, also on a Thursday against the Bengals, and he wasn't listed on the final injury report that week. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Evan Ingram, we know, is out. Uh, yeah. So Evan and, Ingram Oh, and uh, Adam Thielen's also out. So um, Mason Ru- Cooks. Brandon Cooks will more likely be out, not officially out, but more than likely be out. So, yeah. All this and uh, more. Yeah. All right. We keep you updated the best we can. Check it out at BFB Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter so we can keep you updated as best as we possibly can. Let's keep this rolling on. Let's go on to the Buffalo Bills at the Cleveland Browns. Rolling. Rolling. Go ahead, get get. Uh, get. I, I don't know how it ends. Rolling on a river, rolling, rolling down the river, down the river. Finish it. No, my you know, rolling down the river. Oh, so you oh, can, that's, you that's, that's, you know, that's you, the sound right. You want to make me? You no, know, it's rolling down the river. All right, go ahead. Continue. You want to make me Tina Turner? You're gonna beat me like Ike. <laughs> Singing like I told you, Tina. Singing like I told you. <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> so, so you got the Bills playing at Cleveland Browns. The, the Bills playing at the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland is favored by two and a half points. Um, this should be an interesting game, nonetheless. Uh, we know that. Now, once again, what a big thing with all this week is that, you know, uh, you're definitely even missing some defenses that you might be having. Like, I'm missing the Patriots defense. Another one also, like, oh, also with the, that other game. Tennessee was my defense for the whole week, but now going against Pat Mahomes, I can't play them. So I have a choice, and I'm going to probably play. I, I could look to play the Cleveland Browns defense over here. They, uh, they they allowed 24 points from Brandon Allen last week. He hasn't started in the NFL for three years. And he started last week and still allowed 24 points, but still, you know, at least put up some points defensive-wise, once again, depending on the settings in your league. But on the Cleveland Browns side of the ball, we know that Odell has not been Odell. Um I think better things are going to come. I mean, the, the rest of the season for the Cleveland Browns is not that hard, the rest of the schedule. But it's, it's you really, I know you said you were going to sit him that last game, that when he went against uh, the Broncos. Yeah, I was considering to sit him, yeah. And he did okay. He yeah. did okay. Not great. He did okay. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, they have some pretty good schedule. Besides playing the Steelers twice, the Browns coming up, they're playing the Dolphins, they're playing the Bengals, and they're playing the Cardinals. So they have a pretty good end of the schedule for them, you know, uh, and then the Ravens and the Bengals again. But Odell, I think, is going to have, like, better days, especially for that playoff push he's going to give you. But it's a little tough It's a little tough for this, for this matchup. The Buffalo Bills defense is a very good defense. But still, it's, I wouldn't say sitting them. It's hard to sit them. The biggest question mark about the Cleveland Browns 
is Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has said that he will get touches. Now, I think at least for this first game, he's going to be more of a change of pace kind of player, more of the pass catching back for this for this game. Um, he's still going to eat into Nick Chubb's usage. It's not to say that Nick Chubb won't be used in the game, you know what I mean? But he's still going to eat into it. <laughs> it's hard to see as much as it is. Now, with this Bipocalypse week, if you look at all the running backs that you're missing for this week, right? You're missing Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, Carlos Hyde, Leonard Fournette, Sony Michelle, James White, uh, you know, Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, and possibly Adrian Peterson. That's a lot of running backs you're missing for this week. So if you desperately need, like you said, you're playing JD McKissick, I I would probably take a gamble on Kareem Hunt this week. Just just talent wise, he's talented. He's more talented than JD McKissick. He's talent. He's more talented than a lot of other running backs are there. You know, if he catches like three passes for like fifty yards, maybe gets in a touchdown, maybe rushes in for another ten. All right, I'll take it. Nine, ten points. You know. Yeah. I'll take it for that for the for the for the week for there. So I wouldn't mind because of this bipocalypse week and because of all the you know all the teams in the buy, because of the lack of depth and the waiver wire already being so thin as it is. I wouldn't mind rolling Cream Hunt out there. It's a bad matchup for him. But I also think that this is the Cleveland Browns defense is not that great. I think, you know, uh, Buffalo Bills, they still have a pretty decent offense. Granted that Josh Allen does make a lot of mistakes. Uh, you know, he's prone to make a lot of mistakes. I still think it's going to be a game where they're going to have to both push the ball. They're going to, you know, they, they obviously think, you know, Vegas predicts it to be a close game with 2.5. So I wouldn't mind rolling out Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb, you're definitely rolling out, especially, you know, when you're missing so many other players. You definitely have to roll him out. But, yeah, it's just... Um, well, are you that confident with the Browns' offense? No, I'm not. I'm saying with so many people being missed this week, I'd rather play him over J.D. McKissick. Well, I know what I'm getting from J.D. McKissick. That's why. You you know what you could possibly get, yeah. but then you have Paul Perkins and Ty Johnson there. Like, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's, it's, it's a little tough to predict over there as well, you know? Yeah. And for the most part, and the Kareem, Bears' defense is pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, it for, gets not, for the most great, part, Kareem Hunt was drafted, and he wasn't uh, in most leagues that I've seen. He hasn't been even dropped. I don't understand how people could do that in a redraft league. I don't get it, but they did it nonetheless. And then here we are. If you held, if you held on to him all year long, put him in. So he, yeah, most likely, if you had held on to him, then you have to play him because you can only justify. It, that's it, the only way you could justify holding him for so long. It depends but, who else is on your roster. But in reality, right now, he's not someone that you could just easily pick up on the waiver. And JD McKissick is someone that is uh, most likely available in most leagues, in most formats. So that's why I'm like, I'm playing, playing McKissick. Now, if I had the opportunity with Kareem Hunt. And JD McKissick, then you know that that is an interesting one. I'll probably lean with Kareem Hunt most likely, but he's not someone that is available or giving me the 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 option of making the, making that decision. It, it 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 really just depends at the end of the day what your roster looks like. Like uh, it it just depends on you know if you're making a trade this week, whatever it is. There is a ton of better options out there than Kareem Hunt. I'm just saying there's a lot of running backs missing, and if like you're desperate and you held Kareem Hunt onto your league for so long, then <coughs> I mean, it's okay to play him if you have to. I would, you know, I, I like him better than other players. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I would not play this game against the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills still have a very good uh, defense against quarterbacks and all that. And um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, Jarvis Landry, if you want to play, go ahead. There's still a lot of wide receivers also missing this week. On the Bills side of the ball, Devin Singletary should have a pretty good game over here. Uh, the Bills do the the Browns do allow a lot of yardage to um to the to the running backs, and they do allow a lot of points over to the running backs. So I, I think that he should have a good game here. They actually allow the fourth most yards per game to running backs. The the Cleveland Browns. So he's. Singletary's going to be balling. Hope I would hope so. Singletary did get a lot of work. Uh, he got the most touches last week as a pass catcher and as running the ball. And you can see he's very effective with it. I've so, been trying to target him so hard in most leagues. I know you're trying to take him for me in Dynasty. Yeah. Not happening. And it's not it's not happening. It's no, no one is budging. No. No one's budging. Another player that, you know, off topic that I'm I'm trying to target as well is Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster. Why? In Dynasty. Oh, Why? It just his stock is the lowest right now. 
Oh, okay. And the talent that he has is is he's you know he's a top five wide receiver, talent wise. Talent wise. Okay. Cool. Yes. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, John Brown's also kind of worth the play too. If you're here in the Bipocalypse Week, uh, you have like a lot worth of things. Worth a play, of course he's a play. Yeah, well, you know, there's still other people you could consider playing. Like you know, like I would even consider playing Jamison Crowder over him. I would consider it PPR. Jamison Crowder against the Giants. Okay, I would consider it. Uh, but John Brown definitely has a lot of upside there with the touchdowns, the long bombs, and we know that uh, Josh Allen likes to throw the long bombs. Uh, also, Josh Allen, as much as he makes some mistakes, also worth a play this week as well. Uh, give me the Buffalo Bills in this game to win it and to cover it. Give me the Browns. I think this is going to be a, a different game for the Browns. Uh, uh, they're going to turn it around. A lot of people are down on the Browns right now. Two and a, he's They're the favorite by two and a half points. I feel like they're going to cover the two and a half and give me the over 40 points. All right, moving on. Arizona Cardinals at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is going to be a very exciting game. Arizona Cardinals at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks are favored by four and a half. Give me points. the under, by the way. I've got to pick that. Give me the under. The, the other, all right. And uh, the over/under for this game is fifty-two. There's much to say about this game. As far as in the Cardinals side, Kyler Murray is a really great play. You saw how he did against the Niners. He, he's a player that I eventually dropped because I was very scared with his uh, his schedule for the four weeks that that was coming up he had the Niners the only one that was attractive was the Bucks then he had the Niners again and then a bye I I in reality I was looking I was like am I gonna be playing him against the Niners who has one of the best defense right now in this in in the league and I was like no uh the only game I probably played was with the Bucks and then I have that by the Niners again and then the bye I ended up dropping him but he scored 25.45 points against the Niners defense. He showed up. And I regret kind of dropping him because right now it would have been a great, beautiful play against the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are one of the worst against quarterbacks. And uh, he's someone that you're going to be starting without a doubt. Now, where there is a problem, right, is David Johnson and Kenyon Drake. Uh, David Johnson is full participant in practice now he's he's gonna be playing and now you, you saw what Kenyon Drake get, did against the Niners it's very beautiful to get traded for him he gave you 28.3 points I don't think it's gonna happen again uh it is it is a week that you don't have many running running backs so the, the position is very thin you might have to just start him and see because it is against the Bucks, but the Bucks. Run defense is pretty good. It's pretty legit. They're like on the top third of the better defense against against the run. So it is tough tough because you're gonna have them splitting snaps. Kenyon Drake and David Johnson. It, you just gotta pick your poison. I think I'll lean with Kenyon Drake because he's at least a healthy back. And if David Johnson, there is a risk of him re-aggravating his back, and then he's out for the game. So that's that's where I lean at, but it's, it's a tough decision. I try to s- stay away, but since this is a week where there's not many running backs, you might have to take a play on one of them. Christian Kirk, I do love in this game, and uh, Andy Isabella finally showed out. He gave me that long run touchdown. I hope, I hope uh, Clinsbury starts utilizing their outside wide receivers. They need some uh, a weapon out there. Andy Isabella is one of those weapons that they need to start utilizing in their gameplay. And uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I know he has been very, very disappointing the last three weeks, but this is a perfect time for him to bounce back because the Buccaneers' secondary is not that great. If you feel that Kyler Murray is going to have a great game, he has to give the, the you know the ball to someone instead of just Christian Kirk. So Larry Fitzgerald, someone, I, I feel that you could play him as a flex play. Uh, as far as in the Bucks side, Jameis Winston is a go. Ronald Jones has seen, it has shown that Ronald Jones is right now the lead dog as far as running backs for the Buccaneers. Last week he had a good game against the Seattle Seahawks where he gave you 16.2 fantasy points and he had a snap share of over 50%, which is the first time this season he had a 53 percent snap share so he's a player that you can play he's good he, I, I i like him as a running back three and 
the number one and number two wide receivers <laughs> in this season, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you're starting them. O.J. Howard's going against uh, 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 the Cardinals, who allowed one of the most points to tight ends. But uh, you can try give a shot and give a flyer and see if he does anything. But he hasn't shown anything. No, He hasn't given me no confidence of why I should start him. I'd rather go with John U. Smith or even uh, Mike Gusecki over O.J. Howard. Uh, O.J. Howard has the talent, but this offensive scheme that they like to run in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is not something that I'm very confident for the tight end position. Uh, give me the Arizona Cardinals. I think they might upset the Bucks here, and I like the over. Yeah, I agree with everything you said there. Give me the Arizona Cardinals. Um, nah, you know what? Give me Tampa Bay. Tampa, Tampa Bay is going to win. Tampa Bay is going to cover. And give me the over. All right. All right. So let's move on. Let's talk about this big home game, a game that you and I are both attending to this week. And a lot of our friends over here are attending. There's going to be a lot of people here at the game. The New York Giants against the New York Jets over here this Sunday. Giants are favored to win this game by two and a half. Uh, over under is going to be 40. So with the Giants, the big news... 44. 44, excuse me, pardon. Yeah. So with, of course with the Giants, the big news, um, Evan Ingram is out. Sterling Shepard is questionable. Uh, we'll see if he plays or not. Uh, this is going to be an all-offensive game. They're both bad defenses, and they're both not even all the greatest offenses. They both have very good running backs. Saquon Barkley and Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is going to have himself a day. He's going to have a good day against the Giants, as all running backs that go against the New York Giants do. Le'Veon Bell is going to have a very good game. Um, Jamison Crowder, I've always said, and I say a long time, that he is like the poor man Julian Edelman for this team. You know, he's just a PPR machine. Uh, he gets a lot of the passes thrown to his you know targets and uh, gets catches a lot of the passes. So I, I like him this week. I like him, you know, like once again, with this big apocalypse week, you're missing a lot of wide receivers out there. You know, you're missing Curtis Sutton, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, DJ Chark, Julian Edelman, uh, you know, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Terry McLaurin, just to name a couple. You know what I mean? That are worth, that you're probably more likely playing. So there's a lot of wide receivers that you're missing out there. So I wouldn't mind Jamison Crowder being that filler uh, for for the week, especially if it gets a good, it's a good matchup for him. So he's going to play and put up some numbers. I feel. Uh, besides that, Robbie Anderson also could be a sneaky play. I know he hasn't really been really very dependable, but neither is the New York Giants defense. They're not dependable at all. So Robbie Anderson also has the upside and potential to get those long touchdown passes, those like Will Fuller type games, or, you know, just throw one down there. He'll catch it and run it all the way down. So um, Chris Hernan also looks to play. Uh, it's hard to trust him. I'm sure by the time you already got to this this point, you're kind of already set with the tight end you are. I'd rather play Johnu Smith. We'll sell with a tight end. This is, you can still play roulette with all You can still play ends. with it, but I'd rather play Johnu Smith. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, most likely he's a, he's already taken, though. So Probably. You don't know. I'm, Irv Smith, I'd rather play, too, to be Irv honest Smith with you. Irv a good one, too, yeah. Uh, Gazeki is another one, possibly. I would consider I don't know if I'd rather play him, but I would consider it. I'm but, playing him in two leagues, Gazeki. Yeah, I don't know about all that. But I'd rather, uh, you know, play uh, Irv Sir Smith or Kyle Rudolph against over Chris Hernoff for the week. You know, Hawkinson? Yeah, I'd rather play Hawkinson. I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm actually playing Hawkinson in one league. <laughs> all in right. your league. Yeah? I'm actually playing Hawkinson oh, in wow. your league. okay. Uh, we'll see what happens because I had Evan Ingram out. Yeah, Ingram, wow. So we'll see. I'll, um, we'll see about it. I, I have him actually playing. So anyways, um, so yeah, so that's what just for the Jets side of the ball. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I think, is also worth the play here. Uh, New York Giants, definitely Golden Tate's definitely 100% worth the play. He's going to have a good game. He's been doing very well PPR-wise for that team. He's having a really good year so far, fantasy-wise also. He's doing well in general for the Giants. Um, Darius Slayton is always a dart throw. I would try to stay away from him, but like I said, with the Bipocalypse Week, if you're looking for a Hail Mary dart throw, Darius Slayton is the guy to do it. I mean, he's... He, depending on him, it's for the the touchdowns. He could get you one to two touchdowns a game. He gets you one touchdown, and you know at least it salvage something. So if you're looking for like a big dart throw just out there, hail mary play. Darius Slayton is like a hail mary play for me. I like a lot of players above him. I'm not advising him, but I'm saying you could do worse than Darius Slayton. Uh, so I'll play. You know, if you want to play him, uh, definitely of course you play Saquon, Daniel Jones. <sighs> If you needed to stream a quarterback, there's still other quarterbacks I'd rather stream than him. Yeah, but he, he does. He turns the ball over too. He many turns times. the ball over a lot, but the Jets' defense is not good. 
They're not a good defense. So he has a good matchup here is what I'm saying. And as much as he turned the ball over, as much as he does, you know, you know, there's a lot of great quarterbacks that have done it, but this is not talking about how good, say, you know, Daniel Jones could be or might be or whatever the case may be. It's just fantasy-wise is that he also does a lot of damage on his legs. You know, you got it, 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 anytime you have a, a quarterback that could do the damage on his legs like he does, it's also worth something to play fantasy-wise. So I just think he has a good matchup. So, yeah, if if I'm looking to stream a quarterback, if I'm missing like a Tom Brady and there's somebody like Daniel Jones out there on the waiver wire, okay. Yeah, give me some Daniel Jones. I'll play Daniel Jones for that part. I, same thing with Sam Darnold. You know, if you if you, if you need if you if you needed a quarterback for you this week, I would stream any one of these. If I had to pick one over the other, I'd pick Daniel Jones only because of the fact that he rushes the ball. Uh, hopefully, he becomes Danny Dimes and not Danny dies. Dan, yeah, not Danny. You know, give the ball to the other team. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a good game. You and I are going to go. We're going to watch that. We're going to have fun. We're going to tailgate. Yes, we're gonna tailgate. I told that I was told that your girlfriend's bringing chili. Uh, yeah, she's she gonna make some some really good chili. Yeah, I don't want that new car smell getting out of my car. Right, <laughs> I might do a new car. Yeah, but um, so yeah, we're gonna have a fun game though. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of our friends are gonna be there. So it's gonna be a good time. All right, so for this game, give me the Giants winning this. <laughs> give me the Giants. Too. Give me the Giants. Too. Yeah, give over the under. Giants. Give me the over. Oh, give me the over. Give me the over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doggy, let's move over to talk about the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are favored by 13 points here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a lot of points. Like, I know the Falcons have been really bad, but 13 points, that's a lot. And the over under is 52 points. Now, we all know that Matt Ryan has been. He, he he missed uh, the last game against the Seahawks, and then they had the bye. And uh, he had uh, his uh, backup, Matt Schaub, uh, take take over for him. So we're not sure if he's going to start, but I think Matt Ryan is going to be starting this game. This, that's where he's trending. He has been practicing. So he's someone, I guess you have to start him against the Saints. Uh, as far as the running backs, Saints are very tough against the run defense. Devonta Freeman has been, he's been someone that I liked preseason, and he hasn't really shown up and lived up to the hype. He's right now currently ranked number eighteen, and he's also, he's someone that you drafted in your you know top four, top you know the first four rounds or the first three rounds, if, if anything. But um, he's someone I guess you got to start here. Edo Smith is doubtful for the game. So you you got to start him. He's going to probably give you like RB2 numbers maybe. Sorry to interrupt you, Dougie, wow. but I forgot, I forgot to mention before. I got an update um, right before when you were talking about the Cardinals and Buccaneers that uh, Lamar Jackson was back at practice today. Yeah. And another update, we already knew that Evan Ingram was out, but Sterling Shepard is also ruled out for that game. So yeah, Golden, Sterling Shepard might be out for a, a good amount of time. Yeah, so he's out for that game. So, uh, so yeah, so... All right, so moving on. So Edo Smith that. is doubtful for the game. Brian Hill. Now, Brian Hill is someone that I do like. He do has ta- he has talents in deep leagues, especially in dynasty. This is someone that you should have in your bench, stashing and seeing what is going to happen because you never know. Edo Smith hasn't been that great so far for the last couple of seasons, and Devonta Freeman. He, he's a veteran. You're talking about that somebody that's 27 years old. Maybe they're going to give a shot to Brian Hill and see what he has. He's 24 years old. Uh, he has the pedigree to be a good running back, and he has shown some explosiveness, in, especially the last game that he played. So I just wanted to note that. I'm not saying that you should start him in this game, but it's just in Dynasty and Deep Leagues where you could stash. He's someone that you should consider. Julio Jones, he's you know he's a go. Calvin really is a go. And and Austin Hooper is a go. I know you had a question about Gage, if, and you're considering Russell Gage as someone to to uh, stream this week. I wouldn't say stream. I would say stash. You think more of a stash? He's definitely somebody that's worth a bench spot if you have a bench spot to give to give up for him. I would say he's worth a stash because the third, the, you know, the third wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, at Ala Mohamed Sanu, still shown to be productive. So you know. You never know what might happen down the line with injuries and more bye weeks. You never know. I just think he's somebody's worth a stash. Well, someone you also got to consider is just Justin Hardy. Justin Hardy, he's a veteran, four years in the league. He's a speedster, and they have used him before. So it's either one of them. 
we're gonna see who's gonna end up being the wide receiver three for this uh for this Atlanta Falcons offense. But I do like what we saw with Russell Gage last week. He saw a good amount of snaps, fifty nine percent. Yeah, nine targets. And nine targets, which is a high volume amount of targets. So you definitely gotta like that, especially for someone that's young. And, and and a monitor maybe in in dynasty that's someone that you should snatch snatch up because uh he he's gonna get the you know eventually he could end up being the wide receiver three for the Falcons if they turn it around and become an explosive Falcons of the offense of old mm-hmm. and also Hubert you know he's he's good he, uh, he's top five tight end Drew Brees I like Drew Brees in this game. Uh, I, I like him in, in dailies. I'm thinking about stacking Drew Brees with a Michael Thomas. I think they're going to have a big, big showing. Alvin Kamara is back, like you said. Latavius Murray, uh, I think he's a good, viable flex play here. He has shown he has shown when with Kamara being absent, he has shown that he could take the lead. And <coughs> since Kamara has been hurt because he started getting a good bulk of the shares, they might be more conscious and more considerate of splitting the snap shares of, of the running backs. So Latavius Murray is someone that I believe you could start him as a running back three with no question. And Michael Thomas, you know, he's 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 a monster. He's a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the other wide receivers is where it gets tricky. I think I'll if I want to take a flyer on someone, it will be Tentkin. Ten again, at least is getting 50, 60% of the snaps. All he needs is really just one or two catches. And with a touchdown, and he makes your week, at least for that wide receiver flex uh, option. I like the Saints in this game. Give me the Saints. And uh, give me the over. I think it's going to be an over. Uh, I know it's 13 points. 13 points is a lot, though. Yeah, it definitely is uh, going to be interesting to see, as you mentioned. points is a lot. It is a lot. You know what? Give me the Falcons covering. Uh, 13 points is a lot. It's a divisional matchup. But I do like the over. Yeah, but you said it was interesting to see about if, if now Latavius Murray plays the, you know, like the a la Mark Ingram role for that team and starts playing the carries with the, uh, Alvin Kamara. It's interesting to see all that. Um, yeah, if that is the case, you know, it, you know Latavius they, Murray, I think, is worth the flex this week. They could, take, they could take a big lead and then just have Latavius Murray run the ball. That could, that, that could be a situation as well. Where yeah, they, they could up like two by two or three touchdowns, and then they just like, all right, Latavius Murray, hold the rock, and then just they just continue running the ball, the, the ball with Latavius Murray. That could be a situation. Or you're talking about Sean Payton. Sean is the same coach, same offensive scheme that they've been playing, and it, it, the only thing that's different is that you don't have Mark Ingram. You got Latavius Murray. Mark Ingram in the past have been uh, he ended up as a running back ten, you know, as a top ten running back. With Alvin Kamara, so that shouldn't be a, a, a problem or, or something that you should uh, be hesitant of starting Latavius Murray. I do like Latavius Murray, especially with Alvin Kamara when he he got hurt, he went down, and they're definitely going to be having that in the back of their minds of trying to tame and uh, preserve the the talented player of Kamara. Uh, give me the Saints also in this game. I think the Falcons will still cover the spread, though, and then give me the under. Now, nah, give me the over. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati Bengals divisional matchup over here. As we said earlier, uh, that uh, L- Lamar Jackson was back in practice. That means you know that every Lamar Jackson is a hundred percent. I mean, it's not like you were questioning about benching him, anyways. But Lamar Jackson should be able to feast. <laughs> Against uh, this Bengals offense, excuse me, uh, giving up an average of 21.8 points per game to um, the quarterback. So he should be able to feast, as always, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Also, Mark Ingram is definitely a start. Also here, as we know that the the running back situation against the, the Bengals is just bad. They're, they're not good at it. They give up the second most amount of points, 31.17 points to tailbacks that go against uh, their, you know, the Bengals. So definitely playing Mark Ingram here. Mark Andrews is also a good play here, as always, as he's, you know, what, uh, you know, he's up and down as a tight end this year. He hasn't been all that great. But same thing, the Bengals defense is just terrible all around. So, so yeah, I, I mean, against the tight ends are actually pretty good, believe it or not. They actually give it the fourth least amount of points to the tight ends, believe it or not. But uh, interesting. Still, they're, they're still, uh, Mark Andrews is still somebody you're going to want to play. And, um, yeah, well, so and don't don't you think it's getting a little bit tougher now with Mark Andrews? Because it seems like they do utilize all three tight ends: Hayden Hurst and uh, Boyle. Mark Andrews is still the main guy, though. 
He's still that main guy. He's still he's still the one that they put the most pressure on. So maybe that, that's the only reason that Hayden Hurst and Boyle gets any other looks because of the fact that Mark Andrews gets all the attention. But Mark Andrews is still the main guy on that team. Um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so then uh, yeah, everybody for the Ravens. Ravens defense is definitely a huge, huge play for this week. As, They're uh, getting better. Huh? They're getting better. Yeah, they're, de- they're definitely getting better. But the big thing here, of course, is that the Red Rifle uh, – Eddie, Yo, Eddie Dalton? Dalton is is benched for rookie quarterback Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley will be starting for them, making his first start over here. Uh, and going against a really tough defense, you really can't expect them. No, not much from Ryan Finley. They're putting him in a bad no win situation. Um, you know, Tyler Boyd's going to be a hard play. I think he gets a downgrade here, but we will see. You never know. Ryan Finley comes out and be, becomes a phenom for somehow. We don't know. He had but, an excellent preseason. Uh, he did really good in the preseason, so that was, that's something to be optimistic about. But you're going again against Ra- the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they have started. They had a slow start as in their defense, yeah. and, but it seems like they're churning it. They're they're getting it tight and together, and them get them getting uh, the. Um, Marcus Peters, right, as the cornerback? Yeah. It ha- definitely was an upgrade. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for this uh, rookie. He's definitely going to have a, a handful of, like, welcome to the NFL type situations. Right. So <laughs> game. With, with that being said, though, it's definitely going to be a hard game for Tyler Boyd. It's going to be a tough game for him. If you need to stream a sneaky play of a quarterback, or if you're looking for something in daily, I would look at Auden Tate a little bit more. Maybe he's somebody that might get a little more PPR points there because I think a lot of attention is going to be on Tyler Boyd with Marcus Peters there being on Tyler Boyd. So um, look for Auden Tate to have a pretty good game. Play him in daily. Uh, stream him if you must. I would stay away from it, but you know, daily at least he's a sneaky play because he costs you nothing. Joe Mixon, if he's your running back, and if you have no other options, you got to play him. Then you got to play him. It's also not a good matchup. We know he had a good game last week. Well, excuse me, two weeks ago before his bye last week. But um, you know, if he's the running back that you drafted second overall, I mean, I benched him before, and I benched him the week he got he, he did great, like nineteen points. Sucks. What are you gonna do? Got to roll out with the guys that you took sometimes. Uh, so in this game, not much really say, but give me the Baltimore Ravens. Not only they're going to win, they're going to cover the spread. They're favored by 10, and then give me the over 46. Give me the under in the game, and I got the Ravens also covered. All right, Doug, you talk to me about the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. The Bears are favored by minus 2.5 points, and the over-under is 42. Now, in this game, on the Detroit Lions side, Matthew Stafford is having an incredible season. He's been on fire as of late. <laughs> They're talking about thirty three points, twenty seven points, twenty nine fantasy points he's been given. He's been he's been a rock star. He's someone that has been dropped in, in in one of our leagues, the Dynasty Leagues, and someone scooped him up for like fifteen dollars. <laughs> and uh God bless them. I put a bid for like twelve twelve dollars and I regret it because right now my quarterback is Mason Rudolph. <laughs> because Baker Mayfield has been a bust. Super so, bust. Super bust. Super bust. Now Despite Matthew Stafford being on fire and fuego, he's going against the Chicago Bears defense. The Chicago Bears defense, not for nothing. I know they haven't been rock solid like last season where they're like the number one defense like the Patriots are this season, but they're still a good defense. And this is a divisional matchup, and they're playing at home. Matthew Stafford, I guess you can start him because of the the – you know the performance, the out, uh, the output he has been given, but I don't expect much. I don't see qu- quarterback one numbers. I'll say maybe he ends up being like a quarterback twelve, maybe or quarterback thirteen. But you, I, you're gonna start him, I guess. Now the running back position has been a conundrum ever since Kerryon Johnson has went down. Uh, it's very difficult. I put the world Chico on T Y Ty Johnson, and he has been nothing but an upset. He has been nothing but an upset at the moment. You're talking about ever since uh my my boy went down. He has given you what nine points, four points, six points. It's not something that you give up the world for Chico. No, but. Over here, I I guess I'll play J.D. McKissick because he'll be the check check down player. Uh, I feel like the wide receivers for Kenny, you know, the, the wide receiver for the Lions, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, you're starting them. They're beasts. But uh, you got to taper down their 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 projections. They're not going to give you those wide receiver one numbers because 
the the Bears are good against the wide receivers as well. So J.D. McKissick is someone that's an interesting play for me because I feel like what's going to happen is that there's going to be a lot of check down plays and he's going to be that safety valve a la James White what it is for Tom Brady is going to be for he's going to be for Matthew Stafford. So he's someone that I feel is an interesting play especially as a streamer for this week. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson is someone you could also give a shot at as well because if Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay are going to be locked down, T.J. Hawkinson most likely will probably be a little bit more open and get the opportunity. Now, on the Bears' side, Mitch Trubisky hasn't shown you any confidence of starting him, but the Lions are not that great against uh, quarterbacks. They do a lot, a lot of points. They're one of the, they're one of the worst teams, in fact. So if you're very risky, you want to take a shot, Trubisky's playing at home, you might, I guess, by all means, that's on you. That's your risk. But I won't start him. David Montgomery is an interesting play. The Lions are the worst against running backs. They are the worst. So David Montgomery, you have seen that he has been getting more of the bulk of the shares. He has given you 20-plus fantasy points the last two weeks against good run defense, Chargers, and the Eagles. So he's someone that I could see easily being a running back one for this week. He's someone you're starting, no problem there. Allen Robinson, you got to start him. He has he has shown that he's a matchup-proof type of player despite having a bad quarterback. So he's someone I'll start with confidence. He's not going to give you wide receiver one numbers, but he could see I could see him being a wide receiver two at best. Uh, give me the Bears in this game. I like them at home. Everyone's talking about the Bears just being bad and Trubisky. I think this is going to be a flip. And uh, I, I think they're going to cover, and I, I like the under. Yeah, give me uh, also the, you know what? Give Switch. me the Lions. <laughs> give me the Lions in this game. Lions going to win. Lions going to cover. Give me the under. Another thing about TJ Hawkinson. Now, let, now, let's be real. So far, I've been right about TJ Hawkinson, have I not? Yes, uh, he's outside the tight end, uh, a top 10 tight end. At cool. The moment. Yeah. yeah, so I've been right about TJ Hawkinson so far. I hope I'm right about TJ Hawkinson this week. I think he's a good play for this week as the Bears, believe it or not, give up the third most points to tight ends. The third most. Only the Cardinals and the Buccaneers give up more points to the tight ends than the Bears. They give up an average of 15.6 points to tight ends. So Hawkinson could be a good play this week. Hopefully he becomes the Crockinson. Let's do it. Hopefully for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can beat the special Juan. Dale. This week I'm playing him against. Um, uh, moving on. <laughs> Moving on against the Miami Dolphins at the end of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we know that the Jets did not come into fruition their defense as they lost to the Miami Dolphins, giving them their first win of the season. The first win not only was, you know, was also in the divisional matchup, which is a big game over there in Miami. And uh, they're tied for the same record now. Yeah, they have the same exact record. That's crazy. So the take that case the Dolphins over here at Colts Colts uh, Dolphins are not going to win this game though. I really don't feel uh, with the Colts. Like we said that Jacoby Brissett has been. Back in practice, and he's well, looks in all point signs pointing that he will play again this week. He's a good uh, quarterback to play for the week. Colts is a great defense to play for the week, as their defense is also pretty good. T.Y. Hilton out for this game, so you're looking at the different people to fill it up for them. You're looking at uh, Zach Pascal. You know, he's the, definitely a good, worthy play here, I think. Somebody you're definitely going to want to um, stream for the week. Eric Ebron, I think, will have a pretty good week, too, especially in the red zone. T.Y. Hilton gets a lot of the red zone uh, targets and catches from Jacoby Brissett in this offense. But with him being out, Eric Ebron, I think, is going to have uh, his day against this bad, bad, bad Miami Dolphins defense. So, uh, yeah, both are definitely worth plays. Zach Pascal, like I said, with... Um, with the, with the injuries going on, with the bye weeks going on, also definitely worth the play just because it's a good matchup overall. Even if you want to throw a little bit of Jack Doyle in there, I'd rather play Eric Ebron than Jack Doyle. You want to throw him in there? I get it. Throw him in there. Play him in daily, though, if you want. Get, take a shot. I don't think he's going to have that big of a game, Jack Doyle. I think Eric Ebron's a better player. I, I think with the tight end position, you can take a shot. You could take out of all positions, tight end is one but that I, you could definitely take a shot. But look, I, look who ended up being the number one tight end last week, Noah Font. Yeah, but I think that I think that uh, yeah, but Noah Font's the main guy. He splits this with Eric Ebron. I think Eric Ebron's going to be the the guy that that comes out as the better tight end for the week. Uh, for the Miami Dolphins side of the ball, we uh, what can you really do there? Who could we, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't play any of them. I wouldn't stream any of them. I know all these guys like Alan Hearns and, you know, when, uh, all these people were on the wave wire. They were like hot takes on the wave wire. Don't stream any of them. Kalen Balazs looks to be a big one with Mark Walton also being hurt. So Kalen Balazs is going to get a, his bulk of the carries. He's Don't not a him. good running back, though. He's not. He's not. I thought he was. I thought he was going to do better. 
But I, I was wrong. I'd say in Dynasty, if this kid is available, Miles Gaskins, uh, he's someone that you could consider picking up. Yeah, in and, Dynasty, yeah. And stash and see what happens because Kalen Balaj has shown that he's he's not a good running back at the moment. He's not a good uh, pro football player. And uh, Miles Gaskins uh, might be the next guy up there. Well, right now it's Kalen Balaj, especially with Mark Walton being out and Kenyon Drake being already in Arizona. But stay away from all of them. I wouldn't even bench, I wouldn't even stash Kalen Kalen Balaj. I would stash uh, Russell Russell Gage, but not Kalen Balaj. Well, Miles Gaskin and Dynasties, that's someone you Dynasty, can stash. Yeah, but no, Kalen Balaj, he's someone that if he's on the waiver, uh, yep, that's where he belongs. Give me the Colts winning this game. Give me the Colts covering and give me the over. Yeah. Uh, does, uh, give me the Colts. I get, No, nah, you know what? Give me the Dolphins. They're going to cover the points. Uh, Ryan the Fitz, Colts are going to win. The Colts are going to win at home, yes. But I feel like the Dolphins will be able to cover. It's going to be hard for them. Uh, you know, they they lose the rookie Preston Williams. Preston Williams, uh, he was fantastic. A kid that was undrafted. Uh, it was unfortunate that he got hurt. But uh, Gasecki's there. I like Gasecki. I think he's a really good player as far as tight end. So I wouldn't play any of them. You won't play any of them, huh? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, give me the... Gusecki's the only one maybe with, with, with Patrick, but I still want to play anyway. Give me the under and the Dolphins covered. Next next game... Oh, what, who, who no, you going to pick? No, no. You oh, no. already? Yeah, Colts, yeah. And Colts over. And over? Yeah. All right, next game is the Los Angeles Rams at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Rams are favorite away by three and a half points, and the over-under is 44 points in this game. Now, in this game, these these are two good defensive teams. And it's gonna it's it's a tricky matchup for both sides in all positions. Jared Goff, he hasn't been really as great at the beginning, but he has been providing good fantasy points as of late. Obviously, the only reason I could see why is that look against the Niners, he gave you point nine fantasy points, not even one whole point. But he played the Falcons and the Bengals, and the Falcons and the Bengals are not good defense. So this might be a trap game where you're confident. You see the points that Jared Goff has been accumulating, and he's someone that you're gonna feel like you're gonna start with confidence. But he can lay you an egg against the Steelers. The Steelers have been really good against quarterbacks. Now, running back positions, Todd Gurley has been also uh, someone that has been slight of a disappointment. He's only a number 25 running back at the moment. So I, I guess you got to start him because you, you pay that draft capital. Cooper Cup is, is a go. Robert Woods, I feel like he's uh upgrade, especially now with, with Brandon Cooks not playing. Josh Reynolds is a sneaky streamer for me. I like Josh Reynolds a lot. He has a, ta- he has a talent, a two-year player. Last week against the Bengals, he gave you 16.2 fantasy points, and he was up there in snaps, 89%, with eight targets. He's someone that you could play as a streamer, uh, your number three wide receiver as a flex. He's someone you can do it because if Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are locked down, this is the kid that's going to be open. And Gerald Everett, that's one thing that the Steelers do allow. They do allow points to the tight end positions. They're like uh, in the bottom third of allowing points. So Gerald Everett is someone that is a sneaky start. I think they're he's ninth. Good, they give it the ninth most points. The ninth, yeah. So they're like bottom third, in the top ten, the yeah. most, top ten, right? So, so he's someone that I, I will start with confidence. Mason Rudolph, nah, deep deep leagues maybe. Jalen Samuels, I uh, he has he didn't run the ball. As well, last week, he only had eight attempts, and he only gave you 10 yards. But? But, 10 team, uh, 10 team, what the hell is 10 team? (laughs) 13 targets. Sounds like a beverage. (laughs) He's, you got to love the 13 targets. 13 targets, 13 receptions, 73 yards. Jalen Samuels is Mason's Rudolph check down guy. He's the guy when he's he sees his progression, he doesn't see his first guy open. He just automatically is gonna just throw it to Jalen Samuels. And in PPR, you gotta love it. He's gonna just accumulate points. He's providing you nineteen point two point three fantasy points. And it's it just cause he uh compiled it. So you gotta love it. James Conner is, you know, he's not gonna play. So Jalen Samuels is gonna probably gonna be the lead receiver for this uh, team. Juju Smith-Schuster, you got to start him. You paid all that draft capital. You started him. Deontay Johnson, he was a dud. Uh, he's someone that uh, I won't uh, I won't be really confident of starting. Neither James Washington. Vance McDonald seems like he had a bounce back. Uh, 
the tight end position is you know so uh, a, a position that is very hard to gauge. Uh, the I believe you can start him, and you'll be happy getting the five or seven points that he'll provide. Uh, give me the give me the Steelers at home. I think the Steelers. I, I like the three and a half points. Give me the three and a half points here. Uh, I like the Steelers at home, and I like the under. I'll definitely take the under. I'll take the Steelers at home uh, to win to win and cover their points. Also, gotta shout out the Steelers defense though. They have quietly been the third best defense in special teams to play in fantasy this year. Third best. Yeah, they've been that, really good. That's and, and them picking up uh, McCall. What's his name? McCall, the the secondary, I don't the secondary for the Dolphins. They picked them up and it definitely helped them a lot. But yeah, oh. it's just you know with with the Patriots and 49ers being the top two and then Steelers being right there, you would think maybe somebody like Tennessee. You would think maybe the Vikings, or, you know, or the Bears. Even you would think no, it's been uh, the Steelers been right there, right under the. Patriots and uh, Vikings, like fourth right now is the Panthers, and they have a total of 84 points, and the Steelers have 92. Uh, so. Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, Mink, yeah, Fitzpatrick, yeah. yeah. All right, so moving on, uh, let's finish out this as quick as we can. Uh, the Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey, if you're thinking about sitting him at all, just stop listening to us and don't ever play ever again. You're playing him no matter what. I don't care. On a bye week, you play him. Oh, but stop, uh, what about if I give you $1,000 and your buy him was 100 Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. All right, cool. That's fine. I'll, I'll right. take the loss. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, that scenario, then you then if you don't take that, stop listening to us as well. <laughs> um, so the Carolina bet. So then, yeah, you played them. Uh, you know that Cam Newton is on the IR. He is out for the rest of the season. Kyle Allen is now your quarterback for the rest of the season for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they have uh, the Green Bay Packers had a very good defense in the first couple of weeks and have not shown to have anything else after that. Uh, all Carolina Panthers for me are a go here in this game, especially for the fact that even though the Carolina Panthers defense is still pretty good, Aaron Rodgers has been on fire. He has been red hot. He has Devontae Adams back. I know he only had he had seven catches last week, but only for 41 yards. That's crazy. Yeah. Seven catches for only 41 yards last week. That's insane for a guy like Devontae Adams. Only have four, not even half the football field. He had seven catches and even reach half the football field. You know, that's crazy for him. So, yeah. yeah so, um, but he's still back. He's still a threat. I mean, he's been kind of a bust this year, fantasy-wise. He's been hurt. Hasn't been doing good with his new Matt LaFleur offense. And Rodgers has been stepping it up, though, in his absence when he was gone. So, another tough uh, matchup for Devontae Adams here. But still, you got to play him. You got to put him in. And because Aaron Rodgers is just so good that Carolina's going to have to keep up with him. They're going to have to keep throwing the ball. So, you know, uh, you play all of them. You play DJ Moore. You play, uh, you know, Greg Olson. You play all the main ones. Jalen Samuels. I mean, Samuels and that Curtis Samuels. I mean, not Jalen. Curtis Samuels, I wouldn't play. Uh, I don't think he's involved in that offense enough for it to be a play. But still, everybody else for the Carolina Panthers is definitely a go. And on the Packers side of the ball, uh, Aaron Jones. It's not like Jamal Williams had a big game and Aaron Jones had a bad game. It was just the, the Chargers defense locked down Aaron Jones. Didn't get anything going on the ground. Only got one catch for negative one yard. Aaron Jones last week put up his worst outing of the season with only four points. But this game, as much as a tough matchup, he's still a starting quarterback no matter what. He is currently the three, the third best quarterback, running back, excuse me, starting running back. He's the third best running back in fantasy football right now. You're starting Aaron Jones no matter what. Uh, I get it's the headache with him and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is always flex worthy, but Aaron Jones is always RB1 worthy. So you play him. And uh, you play uh, Jamal Williams as well. I wouldn't play for anybody else. I wouldn't look at uh, Jim, Jimmy Graham again unless you unless you needed a filler this week. If you needed a filler from anybody else, I like other fillers besides everybody else in the Packers. They all have bigger upsides. So if you want to take the dart throw, if you want to take the headache of playing MBS, Geronimo Allison, play one of them. But it's hard to trust either one of them. The only ones I would trust out of this is still Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, and possibly Jamal Williams. And that's as far as it goes. Give me the Packers over here to no yeah wait mm, yeah give me the Packers give me the Packers to win this game to cover give me the under over here uh, give me the Packers in this game and uh, give me the over on the game Sunday night football Minnesota Vikings at Dallas Cowboys talk to me doggy all right so the Cowboys are favored by three points and the over under is forty eight now we know Kirk Cousins have has been red hot ever since I traded for him I traded away him I traded him away. And he been providing you thirty plus points multiple times, twenty points. Uh, this guy's been just on fire in fuego. And well, 
you're starting him despite going against a tough Cowboys defense. Dalvin Cook, of course. Stephon Diggs, I know he laid an egg, an absolute egg. Uh, he was red hot for like three weeks, and then you're thinking against the Chiefs, he's going to just give you those good numbers. And he did not. He gave you bad numbers. But you're going to start him. You're going to start him. Ola B.C. Johnson is someone that I like as a streamer. He, he, he provided you seven points. I know he only had like two targets, but you're talking about you're talking about Adam Thielen that's out. He's doubtful for the game. He re-aggravated his groin, and uh, he's you know he's probably gonna miss multiple games. So Ola B.C. Johnson in deep leagues, where if you have four wide receivers uh, in, in as an option, he might be a good uh, wide receiver. You just like option. saying his name, Ola B.C. <laughs> yeah, uh, he 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 has the talent. So. And another one that you mentioned before is Irv Smith Jr. Now there's going to be more targets uh, available because Adam Thielen is not there. So it has to be spread out. And Irv Smith Jr. is someone that Irv Smith Jr. or uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph. These are two players that you could start in tight end position and be content. The last three weeks, Kyle Rudolph have given you double-digit fantasy points. And you got to love that for a tight end. So I think one of these tight ends are going to give you a touchdown here or there against a tough Cowboys defense. If if the looks of it, uh, Stephon Diggs ends up being locked down, there there has to be other players that are going to be open. And I think it's going to be the tight ends. So either or tight end is a good option here. Now, Dak Prescott, you got to love him. He's been on, for, on, on fire. He's been the top five quarterback for the season at the moment. Right? Am I correct? Oh no, he's I'll number seven. Up. He's number yeah, he's number five, seven overall. But it's number five quarterback. So he's been a top five quarterback uh for for the <laughs> season. Ezekiel Elliott, you know, you started him, although he's been uh kind of uh he hasn't been living up to the hype. Nope. He hasn't been uh I think it's more because of the targets. He hasn't been getting that many targets. Nope. Last week, you know how many targets he got? How many? Zero. Nice against the Giants. Nice. We lost though. That's, that's not nice. No. Uh, Amari Cooper, you're starting. Michael Gallup, I, I do like. Vikings, one thing for sure. The secondary is not the same. So I, I think Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper are going to have a game. You saw what Cooper did against the Giants. He gave you double digits. He's someone that you can start as a flex, flex play. Uh, Jason Witten, uh, you can start him. He's... He's giving you double digit points multiple times, four times this season. He's the top. He's number ten tight end at the moment. So yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a go. And in this game, I guess I gotta go with the Cowboys. I don't. I, I see the Cowboys winning this game and uh, give me the under. Yeah, Cowboys at home. Give me the Cowboys at home. Give me the under. And Amari Cooper is expected to play this week also. Yeah. Uh, I know he's having some injury problems, but he's expected to play. Final game of the week, Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco 49ers. We have the uh, number one quarterback of football this year. The MVP. So far with Russell Wilson playing an MVP type of year against the the defense that allows the least amount of passing yards. In the NFL so far this year. So this is going to be an actual really good game. The only undefeated team left is the San Francisco 49ers. Would you have believed it if I told you that at the beginning, before the beginning of the season, that by week 10, the only undefeated team will be the San Francisco 49ers? No, I would not have believed that at all. No, I know. Nobody would have believed it. Uh, the no biggest, way, Jose. Of course, the biggest problem here is with George Kittle. We got to see what he happens if he's day-to-day. But it's funny. As much as the San Francisco 49ers are like the only undefeated team in the NFL, there's not much streamers um, defense. There's not many players that you play. There's not many players besides like Tevin Coleman, George Kittle, Matt Breida. You're really not looking to play anybody else. And now Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, you would play. So, yeah, you know, you only got like a small handful, you know, like full of people that you would play for the 49ers. And all of them are worth the play here. It's not a great matchup, but it's not the easiest matchup. It's not the hardest matchup either. You know, they're okay. That's They're an okay defense, but definitely uh, subjectable to give you a lot of points. So definitely playing Tevin Coleman and know he had a bad game against a great matchup with the Arizona Cardinals last week on Thursday Night Football. But here on Monday Night Football, another big stage. Uh, I think he's going to show up. He's going to play. He's going to kill Tevin Coleman. Definitely worth the play over here. Matt Breida's worth the play over here, but Tevin Coleman, I think, is going to have a fantastic game. Uh, I think Breida will have a better game. I think Tevin Coleman would have a better game. Well, then... Take that. BF in bed, I guess. And uh, <laughs> whoever loses eats, eats a jalapeno. No, I can't. Uh, <laughs> but I won't lose, so it's all right. But anyways... um. 
Yeah. So, you know, you, you play your regulars. Nothing really sneaky here to look at. The biggest thing you would look at is that with the Seahawks now with them having Josh Gordon on their team, right? Um, it's Is it going to cut into anything that, that happens with, uh, with, with, with um, Tyler Lockett? I don't think so. Uh, it it might it might take like a target or two from each of the wide receivers. Tyler Lockett's still the man. Tyler Lockett's having a very good year. Tyler Lockett is still going to uh, produce points. So I still like Tyler Lockett in this game, even though it's a tough matchup for him. Though I, I stashed Josh Gordon, but I'm in a pickle right now because I have to drop a player in order to pick up a defensive team, and I'm not sure who to drop. I would here have I have Roddy. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Robbie Anderson, Josh Gordon, and A.J. Brown. I don't know who to drop out of those three. Robbie Anderson has a great schedule coming up. I would drop A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown? Corey Davis is not not practicing Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah. So, drop him. Uh, If you have to drop one, drop 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 A.J. Brown. I would drop A.J. Brown. He might be the number one option for the Titans. So what? So I'm going to drop a number one option for the Titans. It doesn't mean the number one option for the Titans does you much. A number three option for the Number one option for the Titans doesn't do you much. All right. It it doesn't. All right. I would drop him. Don't worry about it. Uh, He's worth a stash, but if you're considering about somebody like Josh Gordon, I would drop him for Josh Gordon. No problem. Uh, Tyler Lockett, though, is the number three overall wide receiver right now in fantasy football. He's a beast, Tyler Lockett. So uh, You gave up the world, Chico. No, I want for Michael Thomas. It's all right. It's all right so far. I mean, last, you know, he had a monster game last week. Tyler Lockett did, yeah, but Aaron Jones didn't. <laughs> he went off forty points. <laughs> but Tyler, but Aaron Jones didn't. Jesus, I remember I dropped him in my dynasty. I'm so mad. Oh my god, you're crazy. Anyhow, so yeah, so uh, but Tyler Lockett's still worth the play, even though it's a really bad matchup before him. Um. And, yeah, Chris Carson, you're definitely playing. Also, tough matchup for him. It's a very good defense. I was still playing the San Francisco 49er defense. I cannot believe they were available on waiver wires and Dynasty, and I picked them up. I cannot believe that happened, but it did. And it happened, I picked them up. So, uh, yeah, nothing really uh, sneaky here to see about this game and about this play. But give me the 49ers to continue their streak and to still remain undefeated. Um, I think the Seahawks can cover the spread, but I think the 49ers are going to win. Give me the Seahawks. They're going to cover. Not only cover, they're going to win at... The San Francisco, you you love the Seahawks. Field. I, I love this. You know, I love Ru- uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, I like the Seahawks. I like the way they're playing. They're very energetic. I just, you got to love how Russell Wilson Wilson plays. He's he's the MVP right now, and I feel like they're gonna upset. You saw what Kyler Murray did against the Niners. Nah, give me the under in this game as well. Give me the over. Give me the under. And give me, you know, the Seahawks. Yeah, San Francisco is going to win. All right, party people, that's the episode that we have here for this for this week. Once again, follow us on Instagram at BNB Podcast, on Twitter, on Instagram. Follow us. Hit us up whenever you start sick questions. Anyway, we can help you out. We will, party people. Success, nothing less. Peace. Love you guys. Peace.